guys, welcome back to my channel and welcome to another Q&A with Valnick and myself and the first one of the year. Happy 2024 to everybody. I'm sure I know it will be exciting to say the least. <laughs> so I, I've been I've been kind of um, mulling it over or observing online because there's a lot of politics going on, right? And we have uh events coming up this year and things things are gonna shift and there's a lot of time i've noticed you know there's a lot of time people uh, you know groups of people of course are spending a lot of time uh sticking to one perspective and then you have groups over here sticking to another perspective and then there's there's people too, such as myself, who are really like, I'm done with this, okay? <laughs> I'm moving on, right? And because uh, I, I really feel in my heart like I know the outcome. I know things are going to be okay, right? So I, but then there's, there's different perspectives of, well, I need to speak the truth or I need to expose this or I need to do that, right? And the thing is, if we all started everybody's a creator, right? And so there's different perspectives that are necessary to basically hold the mesh of this whole planet together, right? So if we all decided basically at, at one point to start that we were done with all of this, with participating in all of the games of planet Earth, then the planet would disappear, okay? The magnetics of the planet would fall apart, right? And so different aspects of light have different opinions or different points of view and it creates a um, magnetic uh, polarity and that's what holds the physicality that's what holds the density of the planet together right so uh it, it's a, something that i, I want to keep repeating is that thinking the same or having the same point of view the same opinion there's not much value in that having different points of view and sharing different perspectives and then coming together from the heart. That's what we're all doing anyways, but that's the intention behind creation. So that's just kind of my little uh, beginning of 2024 spiel because I know, <laughs> I know that everybody is going to be triggered and all over the place this year. I mean, rightfully so. And so I'm just... I'm just sitting back and watching and uh, yeah. So, okay, more exciting news is that Valnick and I have a new book coming out. So that will be that will be coming out soon. That will be released soon. And many of you probably have noticed that I haven't been posting videos all the time or being online a lot. And partially um, that's because, you know, I, I work with the horses, but also because I've been, we've been working on something big. So stay tuned because that will be coming very soon. And um, yeah, I'm really, you know, I'm really excited about it. And I feel like you guys will enjoy the book too as well. So so that's exciting. And without further ado, let me get a drink first. But um, I can hear uh, I can hear Valnick and friends. He says, we are excited as well. It is our message from our hearts to yours. This is our intention. This is the book. And he's underlining it. Uh, and uh, there's other friends up there that like to tune in and to listen to the Terran questions. So 
so yeah, so we're going to start asking questions. So, um, <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite, <laughs> this is one of my favorite things that popped up recently, but Valnick, what really happened in Miami at the mall? So for those of you that don't know or miss the news, uh, people were see saying that they spotted eight to 10 foot aliens at the Miami mall and there was a bunch of police there. Um, and, uh, uh, so let's see what Valnick has to say. He's saying this is not possible. This is not true. He's showing me planet Earth and he's showing me different portals all over the world, but specifically the United States. And he's saying, um, he's saying Space Force. He's saying we guard the underground, we guard the portals, everything is secure, everything is safe. They will not interrupt the Terrans. They will not hurt the Terrans. They stay in their places. We fight them there if necessary. They do not come to land. They do not come above. They do not want to be seen, underlying. Uh, they are masters of disguise. This is how they infiltrated your planet. This is how they made things possible. This is their way. They do not show themselves, not openly. They stay hidden. <clears throat> excuse me, they stay hidden. Um, yeah, so I'll just, uh, he's showing me a picture of the United States and he's showing me different portals and he's showing me areas of the underground and he's saying safe and secure. Uh, he's saying, especially Florida, this was a trick. You are welcome to speculate. He's saying a distraction and he's showing me other areas of the world, other things going on. And it's like they're pointing the finger at Florida when there's other events going, actual events going on other places. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought this was totally hilarious. And I understand. I know that people are going to be like, but Megan, there were eyewitnesses to the the aliens, Okay. There is many different reasons why someone could see an alien. There's technology, there's your own imagination, and I'm not saying it's not real to them, right? But there's a thing in um, like basic psychology and sociology experiments when some one, one person, all it takes is one person, right? One bad egg, okay? To say, I saw this, and then other people will start to think, oh my God, I saw it too, even though they didn't and it wasn't actually there. It's a trick of the mind, okay? It's, I mean, you can call it mind control, but it's basically a, a, a thing in psychology. I can't forget the, I can't um, recall the correct name for it. But um, yeah, I was laughing. And also, you know, it's important. I posted this on Telegram, but when there are false flags and psyops, whether there's some truth to it or not, giving your attention to it, it keeps it alive, right? So a lie is basically not something that's not based in reality and is something that is told to be used as a distraction, right? And whether you are in the truther community or you don't believe it, right? Giving attention to it is why they do it because the point is to distract you, right? So, um, so that's why I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. I just laugh by myself. <laughs> until uh until it's time to I don't know say something if I want to you know but um this is a good question uh the next question Valnek 
Uh, this person says, our question is about linear time. Is it part of the 3D experience that will be left behind as we transcend forward into higher vibrational realities? So I guess the question reworded is, Valnick, is there time or is there linear time in like 5D, 6D, 7D? He says, we have time. This is correct. It is different than yours. It is an equation, a math equation. We can calculate the time, the, dif the difference between here and there. Part of our technology, the best of the best. He is, it's easier if I just read his mind, but he's basically explaining that the difference between his reality and our reality, the time difference is a math equation. And so they can see, um, he's saying, Megan is correct. We calculate events, events on Terra before they happen. This is how we know. He's referencing timeline technology and um, the U.S. Navy and stuff like that. Um, he's saying our best work, and he's winking. <laughs> uh, future proves past. So uh, he's saying my supervisor, my colleague, he can see things, see things from afar. He's referencing, um, he's saying remote viewing. This is how he does it. He can see the timeline from his point of view. No technology necessary. He is very accurate. This is why we like him. And they're laughing. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah. And so there's another question that you mentioned, since you mentioned remote viewing, that I'll skip to, Valnek. It's, there was a lot of, so this person says, there was a lot of scientific interest in remote viewing in the 1970s. Three-letter agencies ended up disputing its reliability, even though evidence proved otherwise. Many civilians have now learned the scientific remote viewing technique. Can we all develop these skills? Is it reliable and useful? Um, he's thinking. He's saying, I can confirm it is a real skill. The Terrans have this ability. We all do. The, the reliability, it is up to you, it is up to the Terran, it is up to the person. Um, he's explaining, he's showing me a picture and it's like, okay, it's, I'm trying to find the right words for it. Uh, he's saying, I will interrupt you. <laughs> It depends on the person's ability to transcend their reality, transcend density, access different places in the mind that can perceive different realities. This is how it is done. This is how my supervisor does it. The best of the best. Yeah, and I'll just say from my perspective, it depends on just like any psychic ability, everybody, and I'll just speak from our point of view in the 3D or wherever the heck we are, <laughs> but it depends on the filter of the person, the filter that they have, right? So it, it depends on how clear you are in your own mind, and then the perception or the image can be brought forward uh, with clarity. How well do you know yourself? All of those things contribute to any type of psychic ability. Oh, this is a good question. We've talked about this before, Valnek, but can people remote view the Galactic Federation of Worlds? Like, can they re can they remote view your ships or your um, <laughs> or your space station? <laughs> uh, 
He's saying, I can confirm this is not possible. This is dangerous. We have security measures. This does not allow for this. This is a special concern. Um, he is talking with his supervisor. They're showing me different, um, different stations. He's showing me different stations around Earth, different stations around the moon, different stations around basically Venus and Mars. And he's showing me, um, he's saying, uh, stations of the Federation, Federation stations. And he's showing me the um, frequency that is emitted around the stations. It's extremely high, like an ex extremely high frequency. He's saying above 5D. And our enemy resonates at a lower density, a lower frequency. They cannot raise their consciousness. They cannot see through. Neither can the Terrans. It is not possible. Uh... Okay, <laughs> I guess that explains it. So it's just basically he's showing me the station and then there's a frequency lining around it and people you just can't see in. It's actually like what happens is it's a mirror projection. So when you try to tune in or try to see in, you'll see what you want to see. The only exception to that I can say is if you have a... Um, uh, if you know someone that lives up there, then they can show you, but it won't be stuff that would be, um, like, it wouldn't be how their technology works. It wouldn't be stuff that would be valuable to anyone that would try to hurt them. Um, Balak says, yes, very good. This is correct. Uh, he says, many of your people, many of the Terrans, they know us. They have friends from the stars. They have friends above. This is the case. We can show you our ships. We can show you our rooms, but nothing else. This is our business. It is for safety. Um, yeah, so they can show us like what it looks like, but not. Um, uh, it wouldn't be able. Sometimes, like remote viewing, people who can remote view also astral travel too. So there's different safety uh, mechanisms or stuff that they have in place. Okay, the next question is. The financial system, can you, Vanlik, can you give us any details about um, the financial system, how it will come about? Uh, I don't spend, like, I specifically don't spend too much time on this. <laughs> I like to play, I like play games with myself. I'm like, Megan, if you end up, you know, if you end up with nothing, you can just sleep in your horse's stall or in Ruffin's stall, but... <laughs> So I really don't care too much about money, but I know other people do. So uh, uh, can you give us any details of the financial system, Valnick? I will show you a picture. This is the best way. He's showing me uh, planet Earth, and he's showing me bricks of gold. Um, bricks of gold in all different countries all over the planet. And he says, come together as one. And uh, they will agree on the value, the value of gold. They will all come together. And uh, it says, it, he, he's saying um, one currency, uh, but there might still be different currencies. But see, I'm, I can only understand this through how I understand money, but it's like it, they all have... Uh, 
the same value or they all agree on the value, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> uh, he's saying, please be patient with her. She is trying her best. This is not her specialty. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Uh, uh, he He's showing me internet security systems and he's showing me uh, monitoring gold, monitoring currency through our systems. Our systems are safe. He is referencing Space Force and how Space Force monitors through satellites the connection. And um, Space Force is monitoring our financial systems, in other words. Uh, that's what I understand. He's saying, yes, this is correct. So we'll move on. This, these, those are not my favorite questions. Uh, the next one, uh, let me just get a drink first. Oh, this is another good one. Does Valnek have any insights about how healing will take place for Terrans that have been used in projects or how they will be given freedom from being used against their wills in the astral plane? Will humans be helping humans when the control is lost? Uh, he is thinking. He's saying there are ways to assist your people. Technology can assist your people. Um, he is talking about high frequencies. Help. Um, he's showing me basically a room. He's saying science of the future. And he's showing me someone sitting in the room. And in the room, it's like electromagnetic waves. He's saying positive frequency, and he's showing me the brain waves, and the brain waves are basically being trained, or they're not being trained, but the brain waves are attuning to that frequency and breaking down lower levels of magnetic connections in the brain. This can be done. This is the future of Tara. In the meantime, Megan, this is her specialty. Um... Yeah, so we don't have to wait for that. Like, that's cool and that's great. Uh, he's saying this is how we heal the people. This is how we help the people on Mars, people that were in programs, the people that were left there, the people that are still there. This is how we help them. Um, so, yeah, on Mars where there were um, projects or slaves, like, like the people that were actually physically there, okay, this is how they helped them. But here... We don't have to wait for that. And there's a spiritual understanding or there's a way where you can start to bring in your higher levels and start to transcend all of the density and all of the realities and all of the game playing of this plane. So every single person on earth can do that in the here and now. And the thing is, is... Um, when you say that your consciousness is being taken against your will to be used in the astral plane, right? So your physical body is not going to the astral plane. What you're saying is that your consciousness is going to the astral plane and being used against your will. But the key here is, is you're projecting your own consciousness to the astral plane or to that place, right? Nobody, you are light projecting yourself from the sun. So there, so it's a choice is what I'm trying to say. So, but there's different understandings of the ego brain and different filters, right? So somewhere along the way, 
your ego or the ego brain decided that something or someone had control over your consciousness, right? And that is something that everybody is trying to tra transcend. It's a um, illusion that we created for ourselves because we're light from the sun. So to the idea, <laughs> the idea that anyone could control our consciousness is kind of hilarious when you think about it, you know? I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, it's just a perception of the ego that is a misperception. It's not true, okay? So as soon as, as soon as you put the ego out in front of you and expose it for what it is, right? Then it starts to dissolve your consciousness. All of you comes back into yourself. All of your light comes back into your body and it's no longer on projecting itself into the astral plane, reliving a scenario out over and over and over again, okay? So when when someone is traumatized, there's a piece of themselves that is left behind in a way, in a way, this is really, it's hard to explain, but a piece of your consciousness is left behind. It's not really you, but um, it can be hard to explain, but it is left behind in that scenario and relives it out over and over and over again because there's a miss you're you you bought into it and you're trying to evolve out of it right so as soon as you stop buying into it or that piece of you stops buying into it then it comes back and it's no longer but the choice is yours so um yeah that's kind of what i have to say about that oh this is a good one um Nobody better embarrass me about my diet <laughs> up there, but it says, what is the healthiest diet for Terran bodies? Is there a way we can energetically cleanse or purify our foods before we consume them? Uh, he is thinking. There are other people in the room there. Actually, there's um, like a scientist that is visiting that is one of Valnick's friends that is knowledgeable of that kind of stuff so he's asking uh asking her what she thinks he says i will repeat what she says many of the many of the terrans they consume toxins toxins that are hunter he's thinking toxins that are not good for their genome these toxins, they poison the people, they change their DNA. It makes them sick. He is, it's easier if I just read his mind, but they're um, referencing uh, cancer and certain diseases that are caused basically by, it's not the food that we're eating, it's the chemicals in the food. Um, he's saying this is her specialty, she studies this, she likes this field very much. And um, basically, they're highlighting the United States. She studies different areas. She's highlighting, they're, they're highlighting the United States, and they're saying the worst of the worst. The food is toxic. The food is bad. Um, this will not be the future. There will be other discoveries. This will change. Do not worry. Do not consent to fear. Um, again, I'm just going to read his mind because it's easier than um, him translating what she says. And then I have to translate and then Valnek is translating in a way that I can understand. And then I'm translating in a way that you can understand. <laughs> so using words, it, it's, it's, um, it takes too long. It's kind of, and it's, it, I don't want to do it. 
So it's basically, they're basically saying that it's not the substance of the food or what the food actually is. Like it's not eating meat or it's not a specific diet. Like some people are pescatarian or stuff like that. It's just the chemicals that is put into the food when they're making it. So someone could be a meat eater. Someone could be a fish eater. It's just what what's it's just what chemicals were added to it if that makes sense and the chemicals basically are designed to break down our dna and um specifically she's talking about two different um areas of our dna or two different i don't know dna strands this is how i'm understanding it that it targets there's a couple different chemicals that targets it targets these areas and it's um breaks down or um, disrupts our immune system's ability to fight cancer or to um, uh, influences it to replicate in a different way. And she's mentioning stuff about certain medical treatments that have become popular since 2020. Okay, can you um, infer, if everyone could infer there, I would appreciate it. But they've kind of been doing this or doing something similar through the food supply all along. So I'm just being told no chemicals. Uh, yeah. So, um, cause I, I, I eat, I don't eat chemicals or anything, or I try not to eat chemicals. I think we all kind of probably ingest stuff like that, but, um, I don't know. Most of you would be shocked to know what I eat on a daily basis. <laughs> um, okay. This is a good question. Do archangels and angels actually exist? And if so, what is their purpose for being? And can we ask them to help guide and protect us in our daily lives? He says, many of your people give them names. You give them personalities. They are real beings. And he's thinking he's being interrupted. I will let Megan explain. This is her duty. Um... He doesn't want to interfere with our perception of religion. So I'll answer my way because I, I can just do it my way. So, yeah. So when we talk about like Archangel Michael or Raphael and those, they can present themselves to us that way because that's how we'll accept them or that's how our consciousness is comfortable accepting the energy. It's It's comfortable to us. In other words, some people have like, you know, spirit guides that will present themselves as animals and they might may have been an animal once in a physical reality right but they are no they are no longer like if you have a um, spirit guide that presents himself as a lion you know it's because you feel comfortable communicating with a lion right so some of it is when people are connecting to angels they're connecting in a way that makes people comfortable or in a way or presenting them in a way that people can understand, right? But from my view, and and there have been times in history where extraterrestrials have visited our planet, and because they came from the sky, we gave them wings and, and made stories about them, right? But there are large, um, from my view, archangels do not have a, or the angelic realm, do not have a sex, so they're not male or female. So they're not in a physical reality. So they're not, their perception is not, they don't judge. So they don't have right and wrong. They are, 
they are completely in the creator consciousness, right? And that's how, and they, they don't reside in a density because they're not in the 3D or in the 5D, but they are uh, a consciousness that can go to and from source and visit people and um, between in, in, in the densities and, and assist them and give them information and give them help. So yes, yeah, so you can um, call on them. You can call on, um, you know, being such as that and it will present it in a way you're feeling comfortable, right? But also to note, when you're psychically connecting with stuff, the ego, if you're connecting through the ego, the ego is going to present in a, present something in a way that you want to hear also, right? So it's just about connecting with the heart first and then raising your frequency and going from there. Okay, this is a, another good one. Um, there is the idea that we need a scare event to wake people up. I know both of you, M and V, say do not subscribe to fear, so I'm curious to know what you think about this idea. He's saying fear is not necessary. Fear is a choice. Your people, you choose fear. You choose it to learn. You choose it to grow. This is your choice. This is not the way of my people. This is not the way of the heart. But you choose it to grow. Um, so that's his perspective. From my perspective, isn't the whole thing a scare event? <laughs> I mean, isn't the whole, I mean, what, pick one. Like, let's, like, come on, guys, let's, let's pick one, right? I mean, I can't even think of just one event that was, uh, uh, not scary. Um, but it is basically what we're all doing here and, and what Valak is kind of talking about is you all come into, we all come into a body, we all have an ego, and then we transcend. Fear can be used as a tool when you're afraid of something. Why are you afraid and expose the ego and then transcend and grow from it, right? But I think what this person is asking is there's been rumors or talk or whatever about one event happening that just rocks people's world and then they say they say you know I'm done with this or this is bs or this is not the truth and I'm going to wake up and I I don't feel like it's just my personal opinion is I don't feel like it's one event I think I feel the whole thing is a process and I feel like there might be one big event or a couple bigger events than smaller events, but I feel like the whole process is for evolution. So it's nothing is, you know, it's not really bad. It's not really good. It just is. But I feel if there was just, if everything was just hunky-dory, right? And then like all of a sudden something really jolting happened, people, it, it, it would take it would take longer for people to wake up because their immediate response would be to cling to everything that they know instead of a little bit at a time or it, then people release it over time. And it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think it's, any, nonetheless, I think that the way it's going is the best way the, for the best and highest good. Um, okay, this is a good question, Valink. How is the education system structured for children on your planet and what kind of information is being taught? What do the kids like to do in their free time? He says, our children are like yours. They love to play. They love to play with each other. They play games. They create stuff in their minds. This is how they play. 
They play with animals. It is like Terra. It is the same. Our hearts beat the same. Um, and what about their, um, how they learn? I will show Megan a picture. This is the best way. He's showing me different schools. Um, okay, we can just, this is a school in the Pleiades on a planet in the Pleiades. So there's different schools um, and kids from the same ages go. So it's like, you know, you might have a group of five-year-olds over here, a group of five-year-olds over here. And all the five-year-olds are going to different schools. They choose based on the heart, what they love to do. And um, it's like different schools have different topics or different areas of interest. And they train, he's saying they train in one specialty. Um, they choose from the heart. They can change at any time and go to a different school. It is their choice. Our adults, the adults, our duty is to guide them. This is how we do it. Interesting. I wonder what kind of stuff uh, they learn. He's saying, um, he's describing in a way it's similar to our topics in our school, but it's the actual ways of the universe, not the made up ways, not the stuff that we learn in school. So it's similar, but different at the same time. I think that's it. Um, he says, my people have the greatest respect for Terrans. We love to listen. We love the questions. We salute them. Yes. So stay tuned because our book will be coming out soon and I feel like you guys will love it. And I'm so excited and I love you guys and I'll be back with more videos.